1: Coming up on 5-Minute News Republican House approves trans-athlete ban Tennessee to protect gun firms after school shooting And Elon Musk's SpaceX Starship explodes shortly after takeoff It's Friday, April 21 I'm Anthony Davis. Transgender athletes whose biological sex assigned at birth was male would be barred from competing on girls' or women's sports teams at federally supported schools and colleges under legislation pushed through on Thursday by House Republicans checking off another high-profile item on their far-right agenda. The bill, approved by a 219-203 party-line vote, is unlikely to advance further because the Democratic-led Senate will not support it and the White House said President Joe Biden would veto it. Supporters said the legislation which would put violators at risk of losing taxpayer dollars is necessary to ensure competitive fairness. They framed the vote as supporting female athletes disadvantaged by having to compete against those whose gender identity does not match their sex assigned at birth. Opponents criticised the bill as ostracising an already vulnerable group merely for political gain. The House action comes as at least 20 other states have imposed similar limits on trans athletes at the K-12 or collegiate level. The bill would amend landmark civil rights legislation known as Title IX, passed more than 50 years ago. It would prohibit recipients of federal money from permitting a person whose sex is male to participate in programs designated for women or girls. The bill defines sex as based solely on a person's reproductive biology and genetics at birth. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy said it was a great day for America, a great day for girls and women, and for fairness in sports. Democrats said every child, regardless of gender identity, deserves the opportunity to belong to a team and that preventing competitors from doing so sends the message that they don't matter. Representative Mark Pocan said most people in the United States don't know anyone who is transgender and that can create fear for politicians to exploit. The bill, he said, does nothing to address the severe inequities in the resources dedicated to men's and women's sports. In the wake of a deadly school shooting last month, Republican lawmakers in Tennessee have awarded final passage to a proposal that would further protect gun and ammunition dealers, manufacturers, and sellers against lawsuits. The Senate's 19-9 vote sends the bill to Republican Governor Bill Lee, despite pushback from Democratic lawmakers saying their GOP counterparts are trying to shield gun companies just weeks after the Nashville school shooting that killed six people, including three nine-year-olds. The final vote came as Lee's administration was still trying to drum up enough support among lawmakers in his party to pass legislation to keep firearms away from people who could harm themselves or others. The fate of that kind of measure remains uncertain. Lawmakers are hurrying to finish a legislative session as soon as this week while receiving national scrutiny over the expulsion of two young black lawmakers who are now reinstated over a house floor gun control protest. Students, parents and others have also applied pressure for weeks to pass gun safety measures. Democratic Senator London Lamar, a Memphis lawmaker, said it's disrespectful timing to push through protections for gun companies while people continue to march at the Capitol for gun control changes. The Civil Liberties Bill passed just ahead of a protest in which people formed a human chain through Nashville to the Capitol in support of gun control measures. The firearm industry remains largely shielded from liability under federal law. 17 states do not have special immunity for the gun industry, and Tennessee is already not among them, according to Everytown for Gun Safety, a gun control advocacy group. SpaceX's next-generation Starship spacecraft exploded minutes after liftoff in an uncrewed test flight from South Texas yesterday, cutting short a key step in Elon Musk's development of a rocket vessel to eventually take humans to the moon and Mars. The flight test was the first for Starship mounted atop the company's new super-heavy rocket and the first launch ever for that lower-stage booster which SpaceX has touted as the most powerful launch vehicle on Earth. Even though the two-stage rocket ship made it less than halfway to the edge of space, climbing to just under 25 miles, the flight achieved a primary objective of getting the new vehicle off the ground at liftoff despite some of its engines failing. While SpaceX officials were heartened by the outcome, the mission fell short of reaching several objectives. The plan was for Starship to soar into space at least some 90 miles above Earth before it would re-enter the atmosphere and plunge into the Pacific near Hawaii. But SpaceX said in a statement afterwards that the spacecraft experienced multiple engines out during its ascent, then lost altitude and began to tumble before the flight termination system was commanded on both the booster and the ship. Elon Musk, SpaceX's founder, chief executive and chief engineer, had appeared eager to temper expectations in remarks made on Sunday that downplayed the odds of a successful first flight. By that measure, the debut flight of Starship with its booster rocket represented a milestone in SpaceX's ambition of sending astronauts back to the Moon and ultimately to Mars, as a major partner in Artemis, NASA's newly inaugurated human spaceflight program. You can subscribe to the 5-Minute News Patreon for bonus videos, commentary, and more. Go to patreon.com slash 5-Minute News. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand